Hey, you're listening to Little Geek Lost. Yeah, you know you want to listen to it. I'm sitting right down by the fire. You're going to put yourself up, get yourself a nice little bottle of cognac, pull yourself a glass, listen to Little Geek Lost. Oh, yeah. <laughs> This is a story about a girl named Molly Goes around off the trolley Drinks cider and a dolly She can't get over you There's nothing that she will do Now she's off stepping glue Hey everybody, Cyanide here from Little Geek Lost. Today I'm doing a podcast in my car because I'm awesome like that, right? So... This is um, the Q&A podcast where you give me your Q and I give you my A, I guess. (laughs) I guess that's how it's going to be. So I've got a list of ones that people submitted and I'm going to go through those and a couple of them from Ask FM. And then I will do a couple shout outs and that's sort of the gist of what this pod's going to be. Yeah. Sorry, I had to take a drink of my latte. I'm chilling in the Starbucks parking lot today. Um, drinking a latte grande, two vanilla, two hazelnut latte combination. Pretty good. <laughs> um, okay, so let's get into the cues, and I will give you the A's. <laughs> so the first one I got, um, a couple questions from Desiree. Um, why, what got you into podcasting? And what advice do you have for someone who feels unsure if they are a geek or not? And what is your favorite food? What got me into podcasting? I kind of, I don't know. I mean, I started blogging and then I started doing vlogs on YouTube and I thought I'd kind of get into podcasting because other people were and there were some that I listened to and I figured, you know what, I I could do this. Like, why can't I do this? It's something that seemed interesting and seemed easy enough to do. I mean, you're just talking to a microphone, right? And as kids, we all kind of played with microphones and, you know, played with those kind of radio shows and did that kind of thing so I think that's kind of just what I wanted to do I mean started off as just a way for me to talk online talk to different people it's a good way to meet people and do some interviews and kind of spread my geekdom around um (laughs) I guess that's kind of why I got into podcasting um what advice do you have for someone who feels unsure if they are a geek or not you're you're geeky as you need to be um I've kind of felt like that a lot in life where I didn't feel like I was geeky enough per se or you know not geeky geeky in certain other subjects I mean I grew up a computer nerd I was in the chess club I'm like totally a geek nerd (laughs) but if there's something you're passionate about and something you like then what does it matter right like if you're a geek or not there's no real reason to be like oh I need to be a geek or I don't need to be a geek just be happy with who you are and what you like and what you like to do um what is your favorite food favorite food is a very hard one because it changes a lot randomly but one food that I consistently like over everything else especially right now is burritos I am crazy big fan obsessed with burritos lately I don't know why burritos and Mexican food um it's just something that I'm totally obsessed with right now and unfortunately where I live in Canada in the small town that I live in we don't have a Chipotle we just have a taco time which is kind of like a half-assed Taco Bell so it really sucks that I can't get good burritos but maybe one day I'll get to go to Chipotle and try a decent burrito so next questions come from Rob L 
Um, how much of Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice's eventual box office will be from people suffering Marvel fatigue, regardless of if it's good? I don't think there's going to be a lot of Marvel fatigue, and I haven't really heard much of it. I think most people are excited for Marvel movies, and it's kind of, like, mainstream now. I don't know, so I don't really know how much box office of that is going to be people suffering Marvel fatigue, because it's not like they're picking Batman vs. Superman over... Marvel movies, right? Like, the people going to see it are probably choosing to go to see it. Um, I'm not going to go see it in theater because I think it looks ridiculous. And I'm not a huge fan of Superman to begin with, and especially Batfleck. So I will probably just be watching it at home, downloading it myself, because I don't want to pay for it. (laughs) Um, Let's see what we got next. Fanboy's Finest. Who's your fave superhero? I would have to say if I had to just go instantly and pick a superhero, I'd pick Batman. Um, I love Batman. I'm a huge Batman fan. It's kind of like one of the first superheroes that I ever remember liking. And it's one I've consistently liked across the board, aside from Batfleck. But I will still watch Batfleck because I am a fan of Batman in general. In all iterations, especially Adam West Batman is awesome. Uh, Christian Bale Batman, like Michael Keaton Batman. <laughs> I'm just a big fan of Batman. In general. Another pause to take a sip of my latte so I don't whip through this pod because it's going to be a pretty fast one. Um, so, oh, there's people walking past my car and they're looking at me all weird. So they're probably like, oh, this chick's sitting in her car uh, talking into her phone like a weirdo in the parking lot. All right. Next question. JT Alvarez. I hope I'm saying that right. <laughs> um, what exciting things are coming to Little Geek Lost this year? Well, I kind of talked on this a bit in my other opening pod um, for the year of what was going on and kind of like little brief stuff I had online, um, trying to get more guests, trying to be consistent so that pods maybe come out every two weeks. I've got um, a consistent co-host for every other month, uh, Matt from Intercomics Pod, at Geek Without Fear on Twitter, so he's going to kind of be on we're going to talk more stuff consistently, um, do some more fun game pods some more interviews hopefully just kind of try and ramp up what I'm doing with Little Geek Lost kind of make it more exciting um yeah just trying to trying to push my brand I do have my Society6 store reopened now with the new logos and the old logos um yeah just trying to kind of network and just ramp it up (laughs) um next question is from Half Pint Fave Song that's again a very hard one to answer it changes on a daily basis I'm one of those people where I get super obsessed with a song and need to listen to it like on repeat for days and days at a time and then I'll find something else and then I go back and forth to old ones um if I had to consistently pick a favorite song would be I don't even know like what I would pick for (laughs) for that um right now what I kind of have on repeat is Downtown by Macklemore and um, The Good, The Bad, and The Dirty by Panic at the Disco from their new album. Um, this just really a hard question to answer, a <laughs> fave song overall. Um, I can answer, like, some songs are what I listen to or, like, my go-to songs for certain moods. So, basically, if I listen to Starlight by Muse, it'll cheer me up no matter what mood I'm in. Um, I can't help but smile because it's just one of those songs that totally just picks me up um hits me right in the good feels <laughs> in a good way um so yeah like I don't know favorite songs like crazy hard question 
to answer. <laughs> um, 10.47 p.m. asks, what Dr. Horrible song do you enjoy singing most? I would totally pick Brand New Day, and that's actually one of the songs that I have playing in my car consistently. Um, my car doesn't have a CD player, it's just got like an SD card slot, so I make a playlist on there. And I'm not using my iPod and Brand New Day by Dr. Horrible from the Dr. Horrible movie is one of the songs that I have on there. And I consistently sing on a daily basis pretty much when I'm driving in my car on my way to or from work. <laughs> uh, Loud and Obnoxious asked, which U.S. presidential candidate would you vote for? Um, none of them. <laughs> They're all pretty horrible and it makes me kind of sad and scared that that's what's going on in the States. I mean... It's pretty much going to come down to Trump versus Bernie Sanders at this point, and that's terrifying to me as a Canadian because Donald Trump running the United States is scary, and Bernie Sanders is like a billion years old, and that's equally as scary. Um, I don't know if I'd vote for Hillary even being a woman because it's just, I think it's still too soon for a woman to run a country. Um, I mean, Margaret Thatcher's running England and another one's over there but I don't think one like the states um they were at the point of having a female president especially with nukes and that kind of thing and I mean Hillary Clinton um I don't know I just I don't even know who I'd vote for president <laughs> I would probably not vote and then like that's the shitty part too because in Canada you don't vote for the president you vote for the local member of the party you want and then whoever whatever party gets the most votes that's who's prime minister so basically like when justin trudeau won we're not voting for justin trudeau we're voting for the liberal party and you're voting for your local candidate so even if you don't like you know if you normally would want justin trudeau to be prime minister but you prefer a local candidate who's from a different party i mean it's kind of hard that way but we also have more than a two-party system so we've got like about five or six parties and it makes it a little bit easier to pick, whereas in the states with the two-party system and maybe like a third independent, it makes it a lot harder because, I mean, you pick the lesser of two evils, right? Um, I guess if it came down to Sanders versus Trump, I, oof, I really don't know. Guess that I'm going with Sanders just because Donald Trump scares me and I don't think him yelling at, like, you know, the president of other countries and calling them pussies is that good an idea. <laughs> Alright, here's a lot of random questions from Mrs. Brider. Um, does scotch really help with allergies and sinus issues? I think that it doesn't help so much as it knocks you out and you feel it less, kind of like NyQuil. Although NyQuil has some properties to kind of maybe combat that, but I think scotch is just kind of to knock you out and feel better. Um, is there a maid service that will allow me to pay someone to clean my house and bacon and tacos? Um... I would come clean your house if you paid me for bacon and tacos <laughs> or bacon tacos because that would be amazing and I don't understand why there isn't services where you can barter that now. There should be, right? <laughs> um, at what point do you realize you really fucked up your kids? Um, I think when they come to you as an adult and say they're in therapy that you fucked them up but I think in general kids are just ridiculous and fucked up to begin with and unless you're like a really horrible parent that beats them or terrorizes them emotionally, then you're probably not fucking them up. Um, where do dust bunnies come from? From mother dust bunnies. When mother dust bunnies and father dust bunnies love each other very much, they get it on and make little dust bunnies. That's where they come from. <laughs> and she says her personal favorite, do butterflies fart? 
butterflies fart um i believe so and i think that that's where glitter comes from and that's why we harvest it we harvest it from butterfly farts <laughs> um moving on to my favorite german daniel wallace we've got a couple of questions that are very very strange and unusual and we'll just see how those go so question one what would your idea ideal apocalypse survival be vehicle be um probably something like a big hummer or a jeep like we used to have because they kind of can go through a lot of things and you could kind of customize them on the outside and attach a lot of stuff easily and it'd be easy to barricade in and make like battering rams and stuff to go on the front of it to run people over (laughs) um question two late breakfast or early lunch brunch is wrong i think that it counts more as an early lunch than a late breakfast um I think that that's what I would count it as. Um, but it all depends what you eat. Because, I mean, breakfast food can be eaten anytime. Um, as my husband likes to call it, anarchy. <laughs> when we eat breakfast for dinner. But I would say early lunch is what I would pick. Question three. Would you rather be eaten by a shark, a bear, or a vulture? I think I would rather be eaten by a shark. Because I imagine it would be over a lot quicker. And you'd bleed out a lot faster. Um, A bear is probably going to take like smaller chunks of you. Maybe drag you around and torture you a bit more. And if you're beating by a vulture. You're already dead. So you probably wouldn't feel it is my guess. So maybe that's a better one to pick. But I would think with a shark. It would kind of be like one bite kind of thing. And you'd bleed out in the ocean. And it'd be over pretty quickly. (laughs) Uh, question four. How do you plan to welcome our robot overlords? With open arms and Johnny Five references? <laughs> no disassemble Johnny Five. <laughs> That's a very strange question. Um, question five. If you were a programming language, which one would you be? None of them because programming languages are awful and don't make sense and don't really have much logic, I guess. Um, but if I had to pick, I'd probably pick... VB um, because it seems to be the most prevalent and most logic worthy and kind of old school VB. That's a strange question. I don't know if that's <laughs> that's what I'd really pick. I'm not sure. All right, moving on. Questions from my favorite geeky barista, <laughs> Matt Wilmot. Question one: You have exactly 24 hours to put together an intimate dinner party with unlimited budget. You won the Powerball or became the mistress to an oil baron or something. What would you serve and who would you invite? An intimate dinner party with unlimited budget. I would probably serve beef Wellingtons because I've always wanted to have them. Um, Creme brulee for dessert because that's my absolute favorite dessert in the whole world. Uh, Crab cakes for appetizer. I know I'm going out of order here. but That's my favorite food um, for appetizers would be crab cakes. Um, and maybe like a big buffet because I kind of like buffets with a whole bunch of different dishes because that's just kind of fun that way and you get to pick. So we'd have like pierogies because I'm a good Ukrainian girl. Um, maybe something like pancakes because anarchy rules and bacon, a big vat of bacon. Um, maybe some nice prime rib at the end, some nice rare prime rib to go with it. And drinks, I would have one of those... Um, fountain pop things they have in the states like AM, PM where there's like 40 different flavors and everyone could pick whatever flavor of pop they wanted and who would I invite um, I'd invite Gordon Ramsay because I'd love to sit down and have a meal with him and I'd probably force him to make the beef wellingtons <laughs> um, I would invite 
Hmm. That's a good question for Jennifer Carter. I'd invite Dean Ambrose because I'm pretty hot for him right now. Um, I would invite... I wonder if it includes living or dead people. I'm going to say it includes everyone across the timelines. So I'm going to pick Marilyn Monroe because I was always a huge fan of Marilyn Monroe. And I think she'd be interesting to have a conversation with at a dinner party. And I would pick Seth Rogen because I love him. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's a very tough question. All right, let's go on to the next one. Question two. Your house has been plagued by a group of mischievous goblins and you're worried they might eat or touch your butt. Eat my butt? I don't know how that question is worded. <laughs> how did you get them out knowing they could easily overpower you? Also, they have your dog surrounded. See, he snuck that in because he knows I have a dog. Plagued by a group of mischievous goblins. I would try and lure them out with Reese's Pieces, a la E.T. <laughs> Um, I would assume goblins would like chocolate and I would try and lure them out of my house that way into a trap. Um, kind of like James Woods on Family Guy where he's like, ooh, piece of candy, ooh, piece of candy. And then they lure themselves into a trap. Um, if that didn't work, I would probably take my vacuum or my shop vac and kind of suck them all up into that. If they are bigger than that and they're a bit, you know, too big to be sucked up into a shop vac kind of thing, I would probably just take a good old hockey stick and start swinging it around because I'm Canadian and of course we have hockey sticks in our house and beat the crap out of them that way. <laughs> and then my dog would eat them. Okay. David Corrigan asks, tacos or nachos? Which is actually harder than I thought it was going to be because I love tacos and I love nachos. And I would like to have tacos made out of nachos or nachos made out of tacos all wrapped in a burrito. Um, if I absolutely had to pick tacos or nachos, I would probably pick, I would pick loaded nachos, um, piled high with cheese and sour cream. <laughs> That's a very strange one. All right. Question from Jupiter boys. Would you rather take a bath in tapioca pudding or walk around barefoot for a week and why? I would take a bath in tapioca pudding and get it over with um, because then it's just kind of done and you could kind of just like wipe it off with a towel afterwards um, versus walking around in bare feet for a week especially in Canada because it could be winter or it could be freezing or it could just be on shitty asphalt and I wouldn't want to do that. Um, so I would totally take a bath in tapioca pudding rather than walk around barefoot for a week. Alright, so those are the questions I got submitted to me directly. Now I'm going to go through a couple that were asked on Ask FM. Um, if you want to ask me some on Ask FM, you can look me up, uh, sign it with two ends, and ask me some questions on there. I answered some on Twitter. Um, if you ask me them anonymously or unanonymously or however you want to do it, I will probably answer them as well. Okay, so these are all asked anonymously, and I'm just going to pick a couple of them to answer. Uh, do you believe in astrology? I tend to believe in a lot of stuff that's like paranormal, like ghosts and all of that. Um, but I kind of do believe in astrology too as well. Um, where I, when I was born, is like right between Gemini and Taurus. So some things say I'm Taurus and some things say I'm Gemini. But I actually do have traits of both. So I think that it's got some merit. I don't be like, I don't read my, you know, daily horoscope or anything. But I think in like the signs and the traits kind of fit in that way. <laughs> Um, what is your biggest regret? Let's go with 
See, I was going to answer something super personal, but you know what? Let's go with that. My biggest regret, probably one of the only regrets I had in life, is not going in to wake my mom up. Um, I'm not going to go into it. If you want to know more about it, you can ask me. But basically, that's my biggest regret, is not going in to wake my mom up. Um, what else am I going to answer on here? I don't feel like answering these sexual questions. Um, but that's probably it. So, have you ever felt guilty about something that turned you on? If so, what? No, I don't really feel guilty about anything that turns me on. <laughs> um, so I guess that's probably it. That's going to be it for the Q&As. Um, kind of doing this thing where I'm doing a bit more shorter pods lately. Just maybe I can crank them out, do them on my lunch hour, that kind of thing. Um, so I wanted to give out some shout outs on this pod just because. <laughs> um, Loud and Obnoxious, um, Southern Boys have a podcast online. Um, turned into a big fan of their show. They talk about me on their podcast, so I talk about them on my po- podcast. So, shout out to you guys. Um, Let's go with the Jupiter Boys, new podcast that I found out. These Canadian boys, brothers, um, giving a shout out to them. They're hilarious and you should totally check them out. You should check out Loud and Noxious too. Um, and then another podcast I've listened to a lot of is Lost at Home. Um, again, two guys just super hilarious to listen to and they're crazy stories. Um, another one that I've definitely, you know, been laugh, have laughed out loud listening to at work. Um... I also want to say shout out to the Potter and Family, where it's a group of podcasts where they sort of just tag Potter and Family on them, and we all retweet, retweet and support each other, and just trying to get into them. It's kind of like a little grassroots network, um, and supporting other podcasts, and I found a lot of good ones that way, so just kind of want to give them a shout out. Um, and specifically, let's go with Mrs. Brighter and Rainy Lunatech Podcast, which is a medieval sitcom podcast as well. <laughs> Mm, and shout out to all you hotties on Twitter. You know who you are. <laughs> so once again, Sai and I from Little Geek Lost. Um, check me out on littlegeeklost.com. I don't know how you found this podcast, <laughs> but I'm on iTunes. Just submitted, so hopefully I'll be on Stitcher by the time this goes live. You can check me out on there. Um, follow me on Twitter, Cyanide with two N's. Remember the extra N is for extra awesome. And I will be in your ears next time.